fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Wednesday, March 23rd, 2016, and this is The Ride. Hey, I got very little time today. I thought I would do a quick cast. Glad you could listen in. It's hump day today. I'm wanting this week to be done with. I want to get to the weekend so I can do some major work around my place because I am ready for some spring activity. Of course, Easter's coming up. A good time to reflect on what Christ has done for us. And you know, that Easter Sunday, it affects every day. It's not just a once a year kind of thing. This thing, what Jesus did, affects everything. Well, anyway, this morning I was listening to Max McLean on Bible Gateway and listening to James 1, I believe it was. Yeah, James 1. Okay, listen up. This is, I don't normally do this, but I would like it if you would pause this cast right now and get out your Bible and read James 1 and James chapter 2. And when you're done with that, come back. We're going to be talking about faith and deeds. So you got to do that thing. you got to read that scripture right now. That's the deed. So you got to do it. It's the works. Faith without works is dead. You don't want to be dead, do you? Go read that word. I'll be right here waiting. So when I was listening to Max, I was reminded of the things that I've said to you in many occasions where I said, you know, you are righteous because of what Jesus did. But in here, it's talking about Abraham was considered righteous because of his faith, but what he, but what he did, what he acted on, his deeds, his actions. Faith without works is dead. So... You know, I, I'm hoping that you haven't had this impression from me that, well, just because Jesus sees us as righteous, or rather, God sees us as righteous because of what Jesus did. So, Christ had covered the sin problem for us. His sacrifice did. And now God sees us through that cleansing sacrifice. But we need to be walking in obedience not just mentally agreeing that we ought to be obedient. See the difference? And I know we all need to hear this because not one of us is perfected in this way. Faith without works is dead. Man, that's pretty sobering. You'd think that, you know, we could just skate through life or something. You know, God loves us so much that he doesn't require anything of us. But I seem to recall that there's a cross that we have to take up. Not one time, and not in the future, but daily, every day. And I think what we need to remember is that that represents the fact that we are living in a natural realm. So we have natural voices speaking to us. I talk about this all the time, the culture, the voice of the culture. It is yelling at us. You don't think so? 
I'm I'm one who likes to learn stuff. I've got um, Flipboard on my phone. It's like a news aggregator. Whenever I want, I can flip to my flip. Is it Flipbook or Flipboard? You know, I should know these things. All I know is it's a it's a sweet app that gets me all sorts of news and information, whether it be current events, sports, science and tech art design whatever it is whatever you choose the the genre and you know you get the latest stuff i like to go out and choose what i'm looking for instead of something like twitter where i'm just getting a a feed from everywhere call me old-fashioned whatever too many things going on in the world I, i can't keep track of them all the voice of the culture it's speaking to me i can look at all of that stuff on my news aggregator, on my mobile device, and in my pocket. Can you believe this? 20 years ago, you would have not thought you could get this information. I can find anything, and I mean anything, in one or two swipes of the finger. It's powerful, and it can be powerfully bad. Looking at my flipboard, you know, there's a section for celebrity. And if I want to have just a low view of my life, I just got to flip through that. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of being facetious here, but you see the, the celebs, you see the fame of fortune, you see the, you know, divorces, the marriages, and really trivial things that are happening to these people, but it's newsworthy because they are the people that they are. And if you're not careful, you can just get into a funk because, you know, you're not one of those type of people. I have to constantly remind myself that these people put pants on one leg at a time, just like we do. When they go to Disney World, they have to use the same bathrooms we do. Yeah, they're real people. Sometimes we forget. But there's all this chatter. Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church talks about this chatter from the culture. It's, it, and it's chatter that we can absorb into our life, too. Believing certain things. Believing that we are a certain way. Believing that maybe this God of the universe is just a figment of our imagination. That's one of the chatter boxes out there. And maybe we ought best just leave that alone and live our life without having to align with any kind of deity or any kind of principle of life. It's a dangerous chatter out there. You buy that one and and you eliminate the need for God because you are God of your life. You are your own God you've chosen but I'm talking about faith and works so faith believing in Christ believing that he was the son of God the one true God believing this isn't enough yeah well I go to church every Sunday it's not enough are you following the words he has put down in the word of God it's like God's up in heaven saying Are you hearing the words that are coming out of my mouth? And then he adds to it. Are you living the words that are coming out of my mouth? 
for Abraham, it was counted righteousness to him because he acted on his faith. He could have said, God, you know, I believe you're there. I believe that you just told me to go sacrifice my son. But, you know, I'm not going to do it. I mean, I believe that you're there. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to step out and act on the words that you've told me to act on. If he had done that, he would not be such the father of faith as he is given account for. Oh, I dangled. So we've got to activate our faith. Active faith. When I was thinking about activated faith, I got to thinking about activated charcoal. Don't ask me why. So I looked up what that was. And activated charcoal activated charcoal is charcoal that's been treated or in such a way with heat, pressure, to become more absorptive, more absorbing. Its purpose is to rid toxins from the body. So next time you think about the word faith and works and activating your faith, I want you to think about activated charcoal. Because you sure you might get a little heat for living the life of faith, actively living it. You might get some heat from our culture who would want to challenge even the very God you have faith in. But in that process of activating your faith, what happens is it rids the toxins from your spiritual life. How so? Well, when you activate faith in your life, you're putting feet to something that you're saying. How, why is that important? Because when you're speaking the Word of God and you're speaking the things of faith and then you act on them, you are fulfilling the prophecy. You know, when you, you know, you can say, I believe that all things work for the good of those who love the Lord. And you can say all these other promises in Scripture. You can say them all you want. But are you living them? Because as soon as you start living them and believing them enough that you walk them out, they become a prophecy fulfilled in your life. And what good is a prophecy fulfilled? Well, that ministers to people around you. Don't believe me? Think about what would happen if you actually did do the things that you say you believe. Declaring to that mountain that's before you, move, and it will be moved. You know, maybe that's one of the things we need to do today. That mountain must be moved. Our problem a lot of times is we don't really want that mountain moved. We know it's an issue. It's the one we don't mention with people. And we don't really want that thing moved. Well, I know it's been a really, really quick one today. I apologize for the brevity of it. But hey, when we close, I'd like you to read James 3 and 4.
Alright, since you got your word of God out. Live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. Actively walk by faith. Activate your faith. Like activated charcoal. Let it remove the toxins from your life. See, those nasty things that are in your life, they can't hang on to someone who's living in a righteous way, who's living in a way that believes the Word of God and doesn't believe the chatter of the day. Look, we have hurdles to face, and we'll always have certain hurdles to face, but you can face the one that you're facing right now. You can surmount that one right now. I know that you can do it, and as you do it, you will find favor And you will find power that you didn't really know that you had because you didn't. God had it, and he's pouring through you when you walk by faith and activate your faith. But let that activation of faith help rid the toxins of the chatter that might be in you. Let it get it out. I mean, we don't need to be hearing all this chatter from from the world today about who we are and all that nonsense. I need to know whose I am. And how am I going to know that? From the Word of God. I'm not going to hear it from my favorite DJ. So, I believe that you're going to have success as you challenge each of these things you face. Actively walking out the steps that God has laid before you, alright? And I will see you on the flip.